Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst for Knowledge Podcast, episode 69. I'm James Evers. I'm Master Teacher Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. He's an eight. <laughs> and today on the episode, we're talking numerology. Oh my God, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's all about the numbers in this one. We talk about numerology. We talk about all of our life path numbers and mm. what that all means. Oh the God. vibrations, the Dude, numbers. I am. If I wasn't woke before, I'm fucking wide awake now. Oh, yeah. Uh, we also talk about the origins of some popular lucky, unlucky numbers, as well as some fun things like 420. 5-0. And five zero, oh, son, and of course, sixty nine. What? Sixty nine. So yeah. enjoy. Yeah, fucking enjoy, man. Enjoy. <laughs> numbers, gentlemen. Numbers. It's in the numbers. 69. 10 plus 10 plus 3 plus 3 minus 3 is 23. 13. 11. I don't know. Whatever. 8. It's all about the numbers. 23 plus 23 minus 23 is 23. See? It's in the fucking numbers. <laughs> oh six, 6 plus 9 times 6 times 9 is 69. That doesn't add up. No. Yeah, it does. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Six plus nine times six times nine is sixty-nine. <laughs> six times nine plus six plus nine is sixty-nine. Seth, do the math. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Those are the numbers. Those six, are the only numbers I know. Six times nine is what? Fifty-four. Plus six is sixty, plus nine is sixty-nine. All right, you heard it here first. Six times nine plus six t- plus nine is sixty-nine. Boom. See, it's in the fucking numbers. It's the numbers, man. The it's numbers the don't numbers. lie. The numbers don't lie. Pythagoras once said, "All is number." Yep. He what had, does that mean? He had some good theorems. He did. So, <laughs> a crazy guy in the mental institution that I was in once said. 23 plus 23 minus 23 is 23, man. The numbers, you got to read those numbers. One plus one plus two plus two. That's fucking four. Plus two is six. Six plus 10 is 16. Plus four is 20. Plus three is 23. 23. It's always 23. There's a number 23 starring Jim Carrey. He loses his mind. He loses his goddamn mind. <laughs> I know. Have you seen the movie? I actually haven't seen You haven't movie. seen the movie? No. It's. I know what it's about. I remember when it came out and seeing the trailer for it and everything, and being yeah. like, "Whoa, Jim Carrey's playing a crazy guy! Like this right. is a new thing." Yeah. That's perfect for him too because yeah. he's insane. Yeah. So today we're talking numbers. It, it's a very special episode, near and dear to our hearts, gentlemen. It, we made it, episode sixty nine. Episode sixty nine. We were supposed to get Gronk on, but well, that. Okay, listen. The plan to get Gronk on was gonna happen because the motherfucker retired. Yeah, and he was out selling yeah. CBD, selling CBD. Mm-hmm. Like his fucking life was going downhill fast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he fucking then he decides, you know what? I don't want to retire, and I want to win another Super Bowl. And then he does, and I'm like, what the fuck? I know. Now it's it's, it's a maybe, bunch of bullshit. Maybe episode eighty four, we can get him on. God damn it! Bunch of bullshit. Eighty four. Eight plus four. It's, is 
<laughs> 12, twelve, which is Tom Brady's number. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> you just unlock a fucking puzzle. <laughs> Eight plus four is twelve. Tom Brady's twelve. Gronk's. Oh my god! It all makes sense. That's wow. it. It's a fucking conspiracy, man. All right. The so, Super Bowl. What's <clears throat> what number was the Super Bowl? I don't remember. Fifty-four, uh, maybe. I don't. I don't really and remember. What's five plus four? It's nine. Yeah. Plus, plus six, plus six times nine. It's 69. <laughs> so we're talking numerology today. Why? Because of the numbers, 69. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn all about 69ing, what it's like. We'll How to do, do it. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't think that's what this episode was about. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Me and James are going to demonstrate live oh, on the podcast. I don't know if I'm ready for that, guys. There's no gorking on the podcast, oh, though. What? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, 69. So let's um, – I want to dive into the numbers. Okay. Where okay. are we starting? So – Probably start at the beginning, right? Well, let's Seven. start at the beginning. Let's start. Okay. Who started this shit? So it all started with a guy you probably remember from high school, Pythagoras, mm-hmm. right? What do we know about Pythagoras? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. He was Greek. He was Greek. He had this theorem: yep. A squared plus B squared equals C squared, mm-hmm. which is it's how this- to find the long side of a triangle, right? So the length of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the squares of the other two sides of a right triangle. Yeah. That's how you find squares, too, when you do, like, fucking building shit. So his idea with numbers and this exploration with numbers is going to play a huge part into the development of numerology. You know... Pythagoras was also he was a philosopher. He was he was he aside from being a mathematician, he was also a a, a musician, which also kind of heavily influenced his work with numbers, specifically relating to like harmonies and vibrations and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Pythagoras and his followers really believed in these the the mystical properties of numbers. Um, uh, specifically after discovering an interesting fact about it. If you add up a series of odd numbers, beginning with number one, the result is always a square number. And so this idea, this conclusion that they've drawn, really kind of boiled down to the idea that all is number, or that <clears throat> meaning the world is made up of numbers and can be reduced in numerical value now when i heard that you know what i immediately thought hmm. fucking simulation man <laughs> if, Fuck yeah if we're yeah. reducing everything down to fucking numbers zeros and ones mm-hmm. this is fucking matrix simulation shit i can see going crazy by crunching numbers oh yeah yeah oh fucking I can see easily losing your mind yeah mm-hmm. isn't it like if you is it true if you add two odd numbers it's always an even number yeah but that's just part of the nature (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy all right sure (laughs) if you think about it real hard now pythagoras didn't just think that the 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 physical world could be um described by numbers but more so that the each number had its own physical property Mm mm-hmm and so, so numerology is kind of what we're talking about. This is the basis of it. Now, numerology, you could define it as a branch 
of knowledge that deals with the occult significance of numbers. Numerologists, they believe that everything in the world is dependent upon the mystical properties of numbers. Right, like, yeah. And that these properties have this this inherent vibration to them. Mm-hmm. And so each number has a, a, a vibration that kind of gives it a, a very certain type of property. Now, these properties can be, they can provide information uh, uh, in regards to like a person's behavior, character traits, personality, um, but it's not just limited to that. It's also can be tied to like predictions or explaining um, really significant events that happened in history. 9-11. 9-11. James, what about 9-11? I don't know, but I know that's a that's a thing that happened. Well, here's what happened. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, if you remember 9-11. Um, I'm kind of familiar with it, like, but not really. What, um, what was it? So, it's it's the telephone number that you call when you have an emergency. Yeah, nine one one. Exactly. Nine one one. Emergency. Chaos. Nine eleven. September eleventh. The day is eleven. The plane that hit the tower was flight eleven. It was. It had ninety two people on board the first plane that hit the tower. Nine plus two equals eleven. <gasps> oh shit. Afghanistan contains 11 letters. And that's who bombed? That's who bombed with quotation marks? I actually marks? think it was like Pakistanis or something like that. I don't even think they were Afghanis. Yeah, but at the time, wasn't uh, Osama bin Laden associated, associated with yeah. Afghanistan? A-M-A, Osama, B-I-N, L-A-D-I-N, 11. What? O S A. Oh my god, we're not counting out. <laughs> it's 13. <laughs> 13. 13. Unlucky 13. 13's evil, man. Oh, fuck. So in in the modern time, so P- Pythagoras and his followers really kind of dicked around with a lot of numbers. They didn't really kind of go in too deep in terms of like describing people's like characters and personalities based off the numbers of their birth or their name. Um, but instead it was more like, I think it was more math centric mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing, especially with like music and harmonies and, and that kind of stuff. But modern day numerologists, it's, it's more applying sort of um, uh, intangible concepts to numbers. So, the way it's kind of written out is numerologists will assign characteristics or properties to um, to the numbers one through nine. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also three different sets of what's called master numbers, 11, <clears throat> 22, and 33. Those are master numbers. Those are your master numbers. Just those three. Just those three. Mm-hmm. Some some numerologists. Again, there's no standardization. Uh, it seems like it, it's pretty fucking. Depending on if you're a Western Believer. numerologist versus like Eastern whatever. Some people would add the 44 as a master number, but for all intents and purposes, let's stick with 11, 22, 33. Okay. Now. One of the earlier pioneers of modern-day numerology, Mrs. L. Dow Balliot, 
She was an author who published several books on number vibration, music, and colors. Her concepts really focus on the, the, the point about vibrations. Now, people, food, objects, colors, all of this stuff vibrates. It has a vibration to it. And so in order to live in a productive, harmonious life, people should make sure that their environment vibrates in harmony with their own vibrations. Harmonic resonance. Harmonic resonance, yes. Okay. So let's look at the numbers one through nine. And these are the kind of the attributes that are sort of tied to those specific numbers. Now, this is going to be important because we're going to go through each of your life patterns mm. based off of your date of birth. Good. Okay. And they're also going to go into mine. So <clears throat> number one, the number one, the attributes are willpower, determination, aggression, leadership, ambitious, and ego. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> number two, harmony, peace, balance, duality, receptivity, and emotions. It's a pretty good one. Now, Pythagoras really, um, I don't know why he did this, but he, he usually um, kind of assigned two as more of a feminine number, interestingly. Um, number three is Pythagoras's coined um, more male-centric, male-dominant number. It's creativity, versatility, expressiveness, joy, and luck. Number four, order, practicality, endurance, efficiency, and instincts. Five, curiosity, marriage. Now, marriage, because two, your female number, your feminine number, plus three, your male dominant number, equals five. Two plus three is five. Five is the the marriage attribute to the number five. <clears throat> Eccentricity, versatility, adventure, sensory experiences. Sensory experiences. <clears throat> like tasting something. Tasting, hearing, your senses. Feeling. Touching. So basically when we 69 later. That's what I'm thinking. It's all a sensory experience. So mm -hmm. if we're a five, if you're a five. Yeah. You're going to be liking that way more. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I don't know if, if I'm we a five. If we were married, we, we'd definitely like it more. If we are both fives. You become a five if you're married. You do? <laughs> no. no. Oh. A two and a three. It, it's a fucking weird thing. Okay. Six. Idealism, loyalty, perfection, harmony, domesticity, and truthfulness. Seven. Magic. Wisdom. Magic timeout. <laughs> All this shit was like, I can see it. What attribute is magic? Like, like I, I want, how do I become a seven? Fuck. Magic. Keep going. I'm sorry. Magic. <clears throat> hey, man. Well, so. Magic. Magic. That, that just like, that's a word that I'm, I'm hoping the next ones are like fire breathing. <laughs> magic, wisdom, intelligence, Mind mystery, control. and solitude. Damn, that's a wizard right there. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a Jedi. It's basically oh, a fucking, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Eight, karma, balance, authority, material success. 
Material success. Nine, forgiveness, compassion, possessiveness, inspiration, spirituality, and divine love. Ooh. Those are your first one through nine attributes. Okay. Now, if you are a master number, oh man, it gets fucking even weirder. You thought magic was weird? Fire Dude. breathing, flying abilities, <laughs> breathe underwater, invisibility. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, I want that one. Now, it's interesting because a lot of Westerners will practice numerology without mm-hmm. even fucking realizing it. Okay. Um, and this oh, usually I bet. It, this usually comes more in the form of like superstitions, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, high-rise buildings don't have uh, a 13th floor. Friday right. the 13th is, is an unlucky day, you know, and, and a lot of like businesses and venues and uh air uh, flight travel usually sort of dies down on the 13th because nobody wants to fly on that day it's an unlucky day Hmm. um but people who use numerology claim that it helps understand the world around you and the events that happen on a deeper level okay if there's numbers that are constantly jumping out at you or you start noticing the patterns in the numbers it's almost like it's a it's a signal, it's a vibration that's telling you something in the universe. And if you have no basis of knowledge of numerology, you're never really going to pick up on it. Mm. It's just going to kind of glide over you. Okay. So <clears throat> let's look at let, let's just kind of do a basic formula. What about of, the master numbers? Are you going to do that after? I'm going to do that after. Okay. <clears throat> so the master numbers is fire breathing yeah what we're gonna do that after (laughs) mind control let's just do like a practical exercise based in numerology okay Okay. so you could do this one of two ways you can figure out a person's attributes their personality traits based off of one of two concepts you can either use their their name their full birth name Mm. And what they would use is they would basically do gematria, where is gematria? Is that how you say it? I, I that's how I've heard it pronounced. Okay, basically, is the idea of turning words into numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's um, they have this grid system, one through nine, and they have certain letters associated with each uh, number of the alphabet. Okay, I want to so, do both. You want to do both? Fuck yeah! Oh man, okay. <laughs> So I did my full birth name out. Mm-hmm. Justin Paul Mayhew. One plus three plus one plus two, blah, 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 blah. I got to 65 in a total. So how do you do the numbers based on their order? So you just, you go down your first name. So J-A-M-E-S. So can I use one of these pieces of paper? If you use one through nine, I'll give you the rubric right here. One through nine. Okay. Um, number one is associated with A, J, and S. Wait, hold on. J A M E S I C H A L. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you the numbers based off this rubric. So what's your so James J A M E S Michael Evers. Okay. Yeah. I never knew your fucking middle. So I found a Gematria calculator online. You did? Yep. And you could just type it in, I'll do quick. Type yep. in my name real quick. Let's okay. see if it gives the same number I got. Justin Paul. Demetrius. <laughs> Xavier, <laughs> Z, okay, so Zebediah. There's a few different kinds of numbers it gives, but okay. 
Um, in English ordinal, it says 218. Jesus. No. I got 65. Okay. In full reduction, it says 65. Okay. So we'll do we'll do full reduction. Which makes it 11, right? And then it's 11. You motherfucker, yep. has, you're a master. Oh, I'm a master in two levels, sucker. <laughs> Damn. Okay, okay. What am I? James okay. Michael Evers. All right. M-I-C-H-A-E-L? Is that how you spell Michael? I never use my middle name, so I don't know how to spell it. All right. Oh, James. Holy fuck. What? 69? 69. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, there's a reason why I love 69 so much. It's 69? It's 69, dude. Dude, what does that mean? So I, I see a lot of 69s in my life. I'm not going to give you my full password to my house, but let's just say 69's in there. Let's say Kino, 69 every time. I always play Kino, 69 one time. My God! Oh so my what is God. that? Re- so that sixty nine six six. Okay. Yeah. What's yours, Seth? That's wild. Oh my God! Sixty nine. <laughs> Mine's also sixty five. Sixty five. Okay. You guys are both masters. We're both masters. Okay, so now, that reduces to eleven. How yes. does that work? So six. So you in numerology, you always have to reduce it down to a one through nine or the master numbers. Okay. It has to get redu- reduced. You have to. Um, now, sometimes... So, because 6 plus 5 is 11, that's what it is? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, how do... What's 6 plus... Because 11 is a master number, it would never get reduced so to 1 plus 1. So, how do you reduce 69 to 6? 6 plus 9 is 15? 15? 1 plus 5 is... Exactly. Oh, because fuck. 15 isn't a master number. Okay. Gotcha. So... That's one way of finding your your like life path number based off of your name. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> some would argue that we don't always have full control of how we are named, or if we are adopted, what name would you use? You know, depending on like the last name associated, whatever. Right. So, another way of doing this is you could use your birthday. If it's 69 again, I swear to God. So <laughs> what you do is basically what numerologists do is they'll interpret these results and the connotations of each number and make recommendations or theorize about a person's future. And these recommendations could include like your your lucky days of the year, um, your lucky numbers, optimal career paths based off of your attributes with your numbers. Um, what positive attributes to emphasize, um, what to look for in a romantic partner. Because again, oh. each number, each a number is associated with attributes and there's certain compatibility to it. Um, like astrology, numerology is, it's applied mysticism in a sense. Um, so it correlates a mystical symbol with a person's life. So... Let's use my birthday as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't want to use mine first. Let's use one of yours. Okay. Seth. Go with me first. Okay. So your <clears throat> birthday is... We're not, I don't want to say it on the air. Okay, that's fine. So I did the math. You can say mine on the air. <laughs> I did the math. And your, your total was 35. Okay. Which reduces to what? Eight. You are an eight. Okay. Okay. James. Yeah. 
I did the math on yours, and you are also in the. So basically, what you do is you take your month, the two digit day you were born, mm-hmm. four twelve sixteen, and then you do the the four digits of the year you were born, nineteen ninety. Okay, so it would be four plus one plus two plus one plus nine plus nine plus zero. Okay, that equals twenty six. Two plus six is eight. 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 So both of you are sixty nine. It equals a sixty nine. <laughs> both of you are eights. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to know what your life path means? Sure. Let's fucking hear it. Number eight. Sexy, magic, focused, focused, energetic, multitasker. And eventually selfish. Oh, no. Yeah, it's true. People like you are the toughest to lose in this universe. Eights are very decisive in nature and don't take advice easily because of their inbuilt leadership skills. Hmm. You have a robust personality that helps you deal with your tough situations. Eights are made for success in business. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Careers. Eights have marvelous management skills and are always up to achieve their goals with respect to business matters. You have natural transparency and insight in between the physical and materialistic world, which makes other people reach your subordinates, reach the top of their game. Your intuition is strong and positive. There is an energy in you that people may not identify with. You are the ones who inspire the most and have the hope to see good in every human being. But with these abilities, you have the native and built-in hope that keeps you charged with the need of earning more money and building more wealth. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. I, I am unhappy because I eat. And I eat because I'm unhappy. <laughs> Is this sound anything similar? Fuck yeah, that's my whole life right there. <laughs> But the, this is the one thing I don't like about this type of shit, whether it be horoscopes, yeah. numerology, it's always positive shit. Mm. And whenever something's well, positive, you can- was straight positive, though. There was like one or two- Selfish? Self, yeah. I guess, but some people are like, yeah, I am fucking yeah. selfish. That's the way yeah. it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone can be like me. But no, it is pretty broad. And, you can, and as you're saying it, you're thinking along terms of your life and being like- Okay, does that fit, fit my anywhere. thing? There it's is like, some things, though, that I, like, would not relate to. Like, I wouldn't re- relate to, like, an introvert. I wouldn't relate to being shy, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, you know, something like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely high-strung. I'm definitely, like, busy, mm-hmm. you know? I think there's so much, like, when you give a, a long list of things like that, though, you're going to catch on probably to most of the things that you identify there's so many things going on that there there's probably a couple of things that don't fall in line with your life but you're hearing a bunch of other things that do so you're like oh shit this is like legit you know yeah you're you're basically spraying a machine gun at a target yeah and something's gonna hit yeah most of those are pretty accurate but yeah Yeah. now i hope both of you you are not having the satisfaction of being an average person, and that is why you will always be lured towards power-holding positions. Maybe there's a chance that you will get a one-time opportunity to make your future inspiring and influencing others. But that fear means the negativity of losing something very, very important. 
In these situations, only you will have to appear fearless and positive. Hmm. When it comes to love, love, gentlemen, eights are very shy ones, and they're not vocal about it. Hmm. Uh Generally, due to having a strong and rich background, it's sometimes fear to get involved with a person who will use them. This fear may make them hurt their loved ones, so it is advised that eights keep their wealth under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm broke. <laughs> we ain't got no money. You got to work. <laughs> eights are compatible with twos and fours, by the way. So. Twos and fours. Okay. All right. So now we got to see what our significant others are to make sure we. we sh- we got to get a divorce. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I I looked up the life path from a website mm-hmm. based off of one of these numerology websites, yeah. the attributes. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to a YouTuber's comment of how she describes your number. Okay. Yeah. Much different or similar? Um, it's interesting. So one YouTuber, uh, I think I forget her name, it's something like... Star Girl, the Practical Witch, or something like that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Star, what is it? Star Girl. Oh, I think Star Lord, the <laughs> empirical witch. So you are meant to experience material abundance. When you incarnated onto the earth, your higher self meant to experience material abundance in order for you to grow as a soul. Congratulations. You are meant to experience extreme. Material abundance, vacations, extra money, being able to afford the nice things. These are a part of your destiny. Now, some eights don't actually live up to this life path energy. Because they're bitches. They will choose to fail and be broke. But those who decide to be true to themselves and vibrate at your correct frequency, you are destined for success and to be materially abundant. Boy, she says that a lot. Huh? Some mm. materialistic bitch. Mm-hmm. Eights naturally possess amazing business skills, meant to experience what it is like to be rich. Eights who grow up poor in life, me, experienced um, poor is a life experience to understand and be humble when you become rich. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people in your life radiate capability and strength. People respect you because you can handle yourself in tough situations. You hold your composure well. You come off as very classy, sophisticated, and your energy at an eight demands respect, and people naturally respect you. <laughs> I don't know if they even respect me. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, I'm almost confident people don't respect me. <laughs> so that's that's that, man. So that those are you guys. All right. We're, we're solid eights here. We're solid eights. <clears throat> you guys we're, are pretty good eights. I mean, James, you remind me of... I mean, you both have attributes in that category where I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I get it. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This ain't no fucking <clears throat> bitch. No bitch. What is it? A, is a one a bitch? No, man. Ones are like... The ballers. They're like... Alphas. Alpha. Yeah, they're like... Are twos betas? Well, twos are the, like your feminine number, according to Pythagoras. I, I don't want to like go off script. Well, there's no script. There's but, no script. <laughs> but... I watched a tinfoil hat on numerology with this fucking guy, and man, mm. you should have saw the fucking shit he was connecting dots. And I was like, "This motherfucker is out of his damn mind." I, I listened to that one you too. To it was so ridiculous. I listened to it a long time ago when I was plowing, and I was like, "These numbers." 
he is connecting some dots here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some outlandish dots. But you can find patterns in yeah. anything. Right. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. And that's one thing that people love doing is they love finding patterns because it gives them some sense of comfort. At least that's what I think. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you. Th- that's one of the major, like, arguments against this is it's the confirmation bias. Oh, you're, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. finding patterns that reinforce your belief in this but you're ignoring the evidence of where it doesn't exist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know it's like all right so i'm thinking about buying a new car and i want to buy a new suv and all of a sudden i just see a bunch of fucking suvs on the road and i'm noticing them more oh yeah yeah that's really it huh yeah gta man (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like uh the 27 club like our, our, exactly. our episode on the 27 Club. Oh, all the famous best rock stars die at age 27. There's And like we found, there's plenty of musicians and famous people that don't die when they're 20. <laughs> <laughs> there's more not dead at 27. Exactly, yeah. Did uh, Do you have anything about seven? Like not seven, but like the unlucky sevenness? So I do. Um, I don't want to see your thunder. So which I'm, I'm going to get into that after. Now, when I talk about, I have a page of notes here, and uh, my my lucky seven yeah. stuff that I talk about is actually on page seven of my oh, notes. Weird, very weird. That's not a sign. If I don't know what a sign is. <laughs> now I put. I did my birth. My birth name, or not my birth name, but my um my birthday. Mm-hmm. It ended up being a 33. Oh, shit. So I don't reduce that because I'm a master number, Two bitch. master numbers. Two master numbers. I'm 11s and 33s. Okay, let's hear it. Now, so if you have a life path number of 11, 22, or 33, 33 is a spiritual number. It's also called the master teacher. Ooh. It, it has a strong influence on others and is also considered persuasive. Master number 33, compatibility uh, with people having traits of life path number three and number six. 33s are natural born leaders. They inspire others and they have the ability to uplift others. You have the sunshine (laughs) on others' rainy days. (laughs) Moreover, you can easily understand others, which somewhat helps you to cheer them up. The people having master number 33 will not be feared by their responsibilities, just like a life path number six. They are humanitarian, and they always think about the welfare of people, promoting love and harmony in the world. They're excellent communicators when they are speaking. It is unlikely that the people around will not listen and will not be attentive. This trait helps them become master master teachers. This YouTuber, Stargirl, Stargirl69. This is how she (laughs) describes the fucking 33s. All right. We are 30, because she's a 33 too. Of course. Of course, right? Well, I mean, she would have to be. (laughs) You are going to be the biggest dicked muscular man in this room right now. (laughs) So, start, we we are star seeds. Star seeds. Mm. What are those? Well, they're multidimensional beings that have chosen to incarnate in human form to have a human experience and usher the world into the age of Aquarius. Good Lord. We are the indigos, crystals, and rainbow children. We have galactic (laughs) origins. 
people who reside in different dimensions in past lives and choose to become a human to enlighten the world. Our purpose is to enlighten. Oh, boy. We radiate unconditional love. We have the biggest hearts, and we exude Christ-like consciousness. I was going to say, it sounds like you're describing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right now. <laughs> Praise. Am I Jesus Christ? I, I can't rule it out. All right? I just can't rule it out. I'm going to fucking eat your blood tonight. I'm going to drink your blood. So I'm a master. I'm a master. So master What's 11? 33. What's 11? I don't know. I didn't look that shit up. Dude, there's already, there's so much to talk about. Oh, okay, yeah. keep going. I don't give a fuck about 11. I'm entertained. I'm entertained. Yeah. Keep going. All right. This is great. I want to get into some of the more popular numbers in our culture that we've sort of tie in. Lucky, evil, good, bad, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with lucky number seven. All right. Now, this one's pretty interesting. Now, the Greeks thought the number seven to be extraordinarily lucky. Uh, Pythagoras and his followers often considered seven to be the perfect number. Damn. There were seven ancient Roman and Egyptian gods. Hinduism recognizes seven major chakras. The Arabs built seven holy temples. In Japanese tradition, there are seven lucky gods that bring good fortune. Seven appears many times in the Bible, specifically the Old Testament. For example, God created the world in six days, and the seventh was the Sabbath, or day of rest. Solomon, King Solomon's temple took seven years to build. Every seven years is considered a holy year in the Hebrew Torah. Israelites during the Battle of Jericho were told that marching around the walls of the city seven times would ensure their victory, and its walls would come tumbling down. The Kabbalah, <laughs> seven-knot red-string bracelet to protect... The evil eye and negative thoughts in Jewish traditions. Um, God, there's so much shit here. Casinos. The triple seven in casinos. Number sevens are abundant. So there's seven seals in Revelations, the seven deadly sins, the seven sacraments, the seven last plagues, and the seven heavenly virtues. Seven seas, seven continents. Seven seas, seven continents. Um, I mean, yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Seven the, days in a week. Seven notes in a musical scale. Mm -hmm. uh, seven inning stretch at a baseball game. Which come <laughs> on, all right, like we're stretching here. Seven colors in a rainbow. Seven spots on a ladybug. Seven days. Wait in a, a minute. There's seven spots on a ladybug. I guess fucking on so. <laughs> I think you see that. If you want to see that, you see that. Shit. that. Seven days of the week. Uh, <laughs> Seven so, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> um, days of the week. Why do we have the days of the week? Are you asking us, or is this a fucking? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ladybugs can have between two and seven spots. Okay, all right, but, but seven, nope. seven, seven's in there. Seven plus two is what? Eight. Eight is karma. Eight is infinite. Oh, shit. you're an eight, Seth. Hell's yeah. We like to sweep our cash under the rug. Why do we have seven days of the week? So the seven days are named after classical planets, deities, and heavenly bodies. Monday for the moon, Tuesday for Mars, Wednesday for Mercury, Thursday Jupiter, Friday Venus, Saturday Saturn, and Sunday the sun. What? I never knew that shit. The division of the week into seven days can be attributed to the Babylonian 
system relative to the path of the moon, a week is about a quarter, 23.659% of the time from one new moon to the next. The Babylonians celebrated a holy day every seven days to mark these four phases, counting from the night of the new moon, the four phases of the moon, new moon, first quarter, full moon, last quarter, last for 29.53 days. That's why we have the days of the week. Damn. So I can't imagine these motherfuckers back way back when just start calculating all this gibberish. I know, dude. You mentioned gambling. Yeah. Now, gambling is associated with luck. Mm-hmm. Fortune. Right. Three sevens make a blackjack. A big payout on a slot machine and a winner in the game of craps. The opposite sides on the dice. Always seven. Always add up to seven. Mm-hmm. It's the sisters. It's the what? The sisters. Mm, yeah. So, so seven's been associated with good luck. However, in Chinese culture, it's associated with death. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also thought that breaking a mirror is thought to bring seven years bad luck. Mm. Now, this superstition has stemmed from the Romans who believe that people underwent a physical and spiritual regeneration every seven years and that the mirror was a reflection of the soul. Thus, when a mirror is broken, the person's soul would have to wait seven more years for regeneration. Damn. Dork. So I break a lot of mirrors. Seven <laughs> is just considered lucky, I think, is just because it's a repeating number in all of... It's everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. We've kind of built it into our fucking system. Yeah. Um, do I think it's really lucky? Probably fucking not. But if you were to ask most people, pick a number between one and ten, most people would say... Seven? Seven. Or not a, most, but a, a, a huge majority would say yeah. seven. Hold on. Yeah. Do it to me. James. Yeah. Uh, pick a number between one and ten. Okay. Do you want me to tell you it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to no, guess t- it. <laughs> seven. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? Wow. So that's lucky seven. It's everywhere we turn. And whether or not... Do you find it lucky? Do you see it around? Have you had luck with seven? Seven? Uh, no. I mean, I don't look... I don't I don't go looking for it. I look for 69 if I see it. <laughs> 69. I used to do... Uh, in baseball, I used to really like 12 for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I was always trying to get 12. My birthday is 12. It's like 412, so I'd always do 12 in baseball or try to get to 12. 12 is one of the more popular numbers in professional sports jerseys, though. Why? One plus two is three. Yeah. Three's the male, the dominant. Three plus 20 is 23. I I mean, Jesus Christ, it adds up. Yeah. 13. Unlucky? I would say so. That's what I thought. I bet it's lucky in some culture. culture. (laughs) That's the thing. So, according to an article on History.com, 10% of the U.S. population has a fear of the number 13. A fear? A fear of the number 13. Mm. And a similar percentage of of our population have what's called, and I'm going to butcher this, paraskevideka triophobia. 
Fear of Friday the 13th. Hmm. Triskaidekaphobia? Is that what it is? Paraskaidekaphobia. Paradicks. Now, the... So, so I tried to like look at several different sources just to make sure everybody's like on the same fucking page that this is actually something that's true. But what I've been able to discern was that the earliest myths surrounding the unlucky 13 stemmed with the Babylonian code of Hammurabi, which is one oh, of- we've talked about Hammurabi's code on, I think a history of beer yeah. episode. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Hammurabi's code. Yeah. It now, had to do with beer. So this is one of the oldest legal documents, one of the mm-hmm. world's oldest legal documents, 1780 BC. Mm-hmm. Damn. Now, it was said that the, the 13th law was omitted. But after they did some digging, they found that um, the omission was a clerical error on one of the translators <laughs> who just failed to include a line of text. But the code itself never, there's no numerical list of laws in and of itself. Yeah. So it's something that we just kind of fucking made up. Mm -hmm. Now, 12 is often considered a perfect number in the ancient world. Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. 1, 2, 12, go. TB12. The ancient Sumerians developed numeral systems based on the use of 12. And that is still used for measuring time today. Calendars have 12 months. Uh, a single day is comprised of two 12-hour half days, etc. Um, following so closely on the heels of the perfect number, though, some would argue that the 13 um, was lacking and unusual. And so this fear of the unknown would play into two other theories for the p- number's unlucky connotation both of which revolve around the appearance of the 13th guest at two ancient events can you name them paul the murderer of jesus christ the sneaky <laughs> bastard that lied judas judas yeah him yes the is last one of supper them? so judas judas is one of them he was the um 13th guest to arrive at the last supper mm-hmm. now if we all if you can recall what judas was Little um, bitch. That's what he was. He was a little bitch. <laughs> he betrayed Jesus. And that's why he's dead. That's why Jesus has died because of Judas. Ancient Norse mythology holds that evil and turmoil were first introduced in the world by the appearance of the treacherous and mischievous god Loki, Loki at a dinner party in Valhalla, to which he was the 13th guest upsetting the balance of 12 gods already in attendance damn Damn. i never knew yeah but it seems like unlucky 13 is more of a western construct uh ancient egyptians they considered a 13 to be lucky Mm -hmm. um but interestingly enough in our culture 80 percent of the high-rises in america don't have a 13th floor damn yeah, it's pretty wild. Well, they do. They just don't label it as 13. And exactly. Which is fucking, it's so weird. Yeah. It, because. Um, <laughs> change that number, like everything's going to change. <laughs> no, right. It's like, like Mitch Hedberg. He's like, um, <laughs> what is it? What did he say? Like, um, 
my hotel doesn't have a 13th floor because of superstition but people on the on the 14th floor you know what floor you're really on <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so you know we we omit 13 in our fucking high rises and all that shit uh but interestingly enough in asia more like eastern and southern asia there's a they have a phobia of the number 4 mm. so kind of how we uh, airline travel goes down, um, events, weddings, all that stuff kind of declines over around the 13th day or of the year mm. or of the month. Asian culture, four is evil. Mm. One plus three. That's a four. Is a four. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they have a fear, tetraphobia and all that stuff. Um, military aircraft in the, in the Asian uh, in the southeastern Asian militaries avoid fours, um, and people skip their. They avoid scheduling medical appointments on April fourth because of that tetraphobia. Damn. Yeah. So that's kind of the that's that whole stuff. So I want to get away from all the gloominess of numbers. I want to get into the fun ones. Nice. All right. Let's talk about the fun ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, five o, the five o, the police, po po, yeah, yeah. You guys know where that came from? No clue. It's no. kind of cool. It's kind of fucking weird, uh, but it's cool. Okay. So it's all it all be it's all because of pop culture too. Really? Yeah. Hawaii five o. Hawaii five o exactly. <laughs> so yeah, where it started? Yeah. So no, no so, fucking way, dude. So the the nineteen sixties and seventies television show Hawaii five o. Yeah. Is about an elite force of police in the 50th state hawaii hence 5-0 holy shit on the show the cops would announce themselves saying police 5-0 and from there the term was widely adopted as a way to announce the presence of police wow damn i never knew fucking nope. cool yeah that's a good fun fact it's a good one yeah it's a good one um fucking 420 was my favorite. Okay. James, do you know the origin? No, I didn't look it up. What do you think 420 came from? Like, what? where do you associate the origin of that? Smoking weed. Yeah, but sure. if you would have thought, like, if somebody like said- Like, why? Yeah, where do you think 420 comes from? Like, do you have any instinct about what you would think? I would say, like, I would say, like, four grams is 20 bucks. No. That would have changed a lot yeah. throughout time. Or, like, uh, 420. It's about smoking weed. I don't know. 420. I always thought it was like... Like a time? Smoke weed. Like 187, you know, like associated with like... Oh, a cop, like drug code. Like a cop code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a 420 on fucking Route 13. Mm -hmm. It could be now. (laughs) It could very well be. But it's pretty... It's way, way more fun than that. It's like a fucking Goonies story. It's crazy. Okay, let's hear it. So... um. When we think of 420, and and now I always thought it was like some cop code. Um, other people had had mentioned something like thinking there was 420 uh, was the number of active chemicals in marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, some uh, reference Bob Dylan's lyric, everybody must get stoned from his hit single, Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35. 
12 times 35 is equal to <laughs> 420. Oh, my God. It's numbers, man. That's fucking hilarious. So here's the origin. It's traced back to a group of five California teenagers known as the Waldos. Okay. okay. Waldos was a slang terminology used in the 70s to describe uh, people who smoked cannabis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in the fall of 1971, the Waldos learned of a Coast Guard member who had planted a cannabis plant in the forest, and he could no longer tend to this plant. Okay. Now, the 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 Coast Guard provided a uh, a, a treasure map, if you would, supposedly leading to it. the abandoned product in the woods. Now, the group, the Waldos, these five teenagers, would meet at the Louis Pasteur statue outside their high school at least once a week to conduct a search for the weed. Okay. Their meeting time? 420. 420. 420. Dude, they should make a movie on this, <clears throat> Dude. and it would crush. The meeting time was 420 because all five teenagers were athletes. And it was after practice, after school, which mm. is why they met up at 420. Okay. Now, the Waldos at 420 would pile into a car, smoke some pot, and scour the nearby Point Reyes forest for the elusive free herb. Now, one of the original members of the Waldos, Steve Caper, um, he recounted uh, how they would remind each other in the hallways at school that they were supposed to meet up at 420. Now, it originally started out to be 420 Louie, but eventually they just dropped the Louie, and they would just say, hey, 420, 420, signifying that's when they're going to meet up. Okay. Now... The crop was never found. They never they never found the weed plant. Okay. But they did continue to use the 420 slang term to describe meeting up to smoke some weed. Now, this all spread because of the band The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. Okay. Dave Reddix was one of the members of the Waldos. He was one of the teenagers. Oh, now, he joined the band as a roadie, and he continued to use the term 420 as a socially acceptable time to smoke cannabis. Okay, so the band actually picked up on the term and started to refer to smoking cannabis as 420. The fans took that. And it caught on, and it just fucking spread. So fucking ridiculous, Crazy. Dude. I never knew any of that. Yeah. Crazy. I never knew about the Grateful Dead doing it either. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking everywhere. Yeah. So I made some notes in pop culture. So Family Guy um, had a whole episode titled 420 where they explored various aspects of cannabis culture from a balanced point of view. Um, the the U.S. state of Colorado, who has legalized cannabis, decided to replace the 420 mile marker signs on I-70 after it was stolen several times. The sign has since been replaced with 
419.99 mile <laughs> marker in order to stop the reoccurring theft. Wow. Idaho, Washington, Minnesota, and Utah had also had to do that because their signs kept That's getting so stolen. ridiculous. 419.99. That's yeah. hilarious. Um, lastly, before I turn the mic over to you, James. Yeah. Um, six six six, the number of the oh, beast. Shit. It's a human number. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> six plus six is twelve. Plus six is eighteen. Eighteen one eight nine. Oh, fuck. What's that mean? Gentle, forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who aren't familiar, six 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 is uh, in the New Testament book of Revelation. It's considered to uh, cryptically assert that 666 is the number of the man who is associated with the beast. Revelations 13.18 says, Here is wisdom. Let him who hath understanding calculate the number of the beast. For the number is that of a man. His number is 666. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you would assume, or you would interpret that, that as, okay, the beast, they're talking about Satan. They're talking mm-hmm. about the devil. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, the Greek and Hebrew um, alphabets, they didn't have numbers as we see them in scripture they're not just they're not separate Mm -hmm. they're actually written out in words Mm -hmm. um alpha one beta two etc etc so um a lot of scholars are thinking that it's actually a coded reference to the roman emperor caesar nero who was a brutally fucking asshole of an emperor who fucking persecuted the shit out of Christians in the Roman Empire. Mm. And that is the association to him. Interesting. God damn. So nothing to do with our our boy down, our, our robot devil friend. Mm. Uh, just uh, some asshole. to Nero. Yeah. Damn. So those are, those are my numbers, James. You got any numbers for us? I have one number. <laughs> That's oh, actually, surprisingly, my number, if you spell my name out, based on all this shit, is 69. Mm-hmm. 69 is the 69 angel number. And I broke down six and nine, like what Justin did. Six, balance and harmony. It has some feminine qualities, love, emotional attachments, healing, but it also represents balance. It's got, you gain riches to give it back with humanity and all this shit. Nine, creative energy, inner strength, intuition. And 69 is self-sacrifice, charity, selflessness. (laughs) Sure is. It's all about giving, baby. Self-sacrifice and selflessness (laughs) on 69. You know? You got to get the riches, you got to give them back. You know what I'm saying? You give and you get at the same time. And that's for both people in the 69. It's true. Yep. So um, it hints to the end of one cycle to start another. So you may be you may be closing some paths 
in order to open new paths, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, other meanings, love and relationships, unity and harmony. That's for the angel number. Mm. Now, there's also a mathematical thing with 69. All right. If you guys know what fractional numbers are. Now, fractional number is when you, if you ever see the mathematical code in a calculator with the exclamation point, a one fractal number is just one. Now, a two is one times two, which is two. And say we go up to three or four, a fractal number of four is four exclamation point. You put in the calculator, it'll be one times two times three times four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what two, three, six, six times four is 24. Okay, it's 24. Now, the biggest number you can put in a calculator is the 69th fractal, and it'll give you a value to like a crazy power of like 100 and something. Now, if you put 70 in, it'll just say error. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Okay. Weird, right? All right. That is weird. All right. And then now to. What I use 69 for, 69 slang for when two partners arrange their bodies to perform oral sex on one another. Whoa, <laughs> that's what it is? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh. At the same time, in a way, said to look like the number 69. Mm. <laughs> now, I like 69 because, you know, it, it accepts everyone. Two guys can 69, yep. two chicks can 69, mm -hmm. and a guy and a chick can 69, mm -hmm. you know? Now, the origin of the sex slang of 69, Viva la France, baby. It comes from France. France. The yep. slang of 69 course. goes back to the French Revolution. The term is found from the 1790s French work, The Whore's Cataclysm. Catechisms. Catechisms. And then it's attributed by the revolutionary figure of some fucking French word that I can't pronounce, <laughs> so I'm not going to. But it's described as 669 in French. English picked up 69 in the 1880s with its numerical shorthand, 69, familiar by the 1970s. Okay, now I'm reading this from dictionary.com, so... As long as there has been humans, though, there's probably has been the practice of 69. It's described in ancient Indian Karma Sutra, for instance, as the Congress of a Crow. The Congress of a Crow position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The position involves different or same-sex partners. Perfect. Going down on each other. Genitals or anus, whatever you like, at the same time. Usually achieved by laying on their sides or one on top of the other. That is, unless the people involved take to the standing 69 or Eiffel 69, known variants, which are known variants of the move. Um, 69 is also commonly referenced uh, and snickered about in popular culture. R&B singer Rick James released She Blew My Mind 69 <laughs> times. <laughs> and in 1982, Brian Adams, the summer of 69, right? Um, it puns off the piece in Lovin' Years of 1969. Um, and then also, you know, this motherfucking snitch, Daniel Hernandez, or better known as 6ix9ine. That rapper that's snitching all his boys for guns. Mm. The guy with like the skittle teeth and the crazy ass hair, the <laughs> tattoos all over his face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah, it's pretty much 69. All right. French Revolution. French it's- Revolution. You know what? Those fucking hairy-ass French people, man, they're always doing some weird <laughs> shit. They don't shower. They got hairy armpits, and they smoke cigarettes and do fucking 69. And But, yeah, like it's, like they said, ever since humans been around, they've probably been 69ing, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Imagine 69ing, like, back before, like, just showers were a normal thing. Oh, boy. Greasy, right? Greasy. <laughs> like, <sighs> I would probably prefer to blow a man than go down on a dirty chick from like the fucking BC times. Uh, I don't know, man. Dirty dick. I don't know. I don't know. Dirty dick. You spit on that thing. Just, just give it a quick once over, and you're probably good. I don't know, man. But those badges, man. I can't imagine. Yeah, but, they are I like. mean, if so, if we're talking, so. You're saying that if you had to, if you're a caveman 69ing, you'd rather 69 another caveman's dog? I don't know. They're probably huge back in the day. (laughs) They're probably massive. They weren't circumcised, so they got that schmegma. Right. So yeah, maybe you're right. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna opt out on all 69ing until showers are invented. Okay. (sighs) Dirty, greasy. Shit, no wonder people were virgins back then. I would have been. Like, no thanks, I'll pass. I, I suppose. Just, all right. I'm just thinking Not for my me, well-being, though. my hygiene. You're just raw-dogging and 69 yeah, all day? I'm I'm French-Canadian, so I've got you some got little, of that in my that blood, man. Dirty French. And you're a power number, 33? I'm a, I'm a power bottom, 33. Power bottom, 33. Master. <laughs> three plus three is six. Dimensional being. Six. Plus nine. All right. Well, we did I mean, it. Way to end episode 69 with a bang. 69. Yep. I can't believe my name added up to 69. That was the shocker of this episode, definitely. Yep. I mean, I think it's a sign. It's definitely a sign. If the numbers. If there's one number that I would associate my lifestyle with, would be 69. I have my password to my house is 69. It's 69, 69, 69. <laughs> <laughs> you will be shot if you come to my house. My address is 6969 Street. <laughs> it's 69 City. Yeah. <laughs> you have a vanity plate called 69. 69. I love the words. I love the fucking hilarity of 69. And it's just perfect that my name adds up to it. So. All right. Well, the universe is telling you something. Yeah. That's all I got, Seth. You got anything crazy? That's all I got, man. I can't top any of that. I hope you guys enjoyed this fucking 69th episode. 69. Now go 69 each other. Yep. We will.
man. Dude, you've got a lot of cum in your balls. I that am. Was actually, lot. I did. I am empty now. Empty. God damn. And I just had supper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking scarred, guys. I can't. You didn't think that was a good demonstration? That uh, was enough. I don't even. That episode was filling. I need to wash my eyeballs out with some soap now. <laughs> James, I, I thought you performed. Thanks. It was my first time, so <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. Um, so many numbers. numbers. So many, I can't even count. How many numbers there were involved in this last episode? But I like this episode a lot. I thought there was a lot of information that uh, I needed in my brain, and now it's there forever. So thanks. So I've only got one QC thing on this episode. Okay. And that is the Gematria number of Thirst for Knowledge podcast. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> oh, please be 69. It's not 69. It's not 69. Is there a way it's we very can make f- that work? <laughs> yeah, you want to spell it a certain way. We would have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Thirst for Knowledge's podcast. <laughs> first first for knowledgeable podcast. So it's 118, which reduces to a 1. Ah, okay. Is 1 yeah. good? 1's like... That's, that's, that's the best, man. Right there, man. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. What about TFK? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> God damn. We'll try it. TFK is a 10, which reduces to a 1. Oh, shit. Uh, what? So we're a 1. We're meant to be. Damn, that's crazy. That's it. When yeah. was our first episode posted? <laughs> <laughs> the birthday of TFK. It's, yeah. Oh, man. All right, that's it. That's all we got? Well, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this very excellent 69th episode of Thirst for Knowledge Podcast, because I sure did. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. In the comments on Facebook or Instagram, let us know what your numbers are. I want to know, are you a fucking eight like me and Seth, or are you a superpower number like fucking Justin, okay? Let us know. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Sausage candles.